0: Good morning! I am Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Homero Gonzalez from Harmacy Hot Sauce. I feel like you're kind of like this celebrity in town a little bit. Do you feel like that sometimes?
1: Uh, a little bit more recently, yeah, especially yeah. with the... Uh, it's like, hey, you're the hot sauce guy. Yeah. It's like, the glasses. I knew about the glasses. And I, I like... mean,
0: I feel like it is a character now. You can't change your glasses at all, ever.
1: Oh, I can only... I can change the color. So yes, I, I just, but not the shame, No, no, definitely like... going to have fancy glasses yeah. moving forward. And...
0: So you recently won... A pitch competition. Yes,
1: I did. That so, was awesome. So
0: tell me about that. Like what made you decide to enter and did you think you were had a chance to win and and what is a pitch competition? And
1: so first <laughs> what is the pitch competition? You want to you want to um, spend seven minutes uh, pitching your idea, the, the concept of your business, where you are going and how you're going to get there and what you can do with the prize should you win mm-hmm. um, to investors into uh, a group of folks there. And it's a really fun experience. Uh it helps you gives you a good opportunity to kind of sit down and organize your your business idea too because you have to it, it exists, you know, in that free form in your mind, but when you need to uh explain it and and really lay it out in only 7 minutes. It sounds like that's oh you got to present for 7 whole minutes. Now, yeah. narrowing down the the most important 7 minutes. Yeah. That's a that's a challenge and it requires uh sitting down to well, organize. and organize. Well,
0: often like business people don't think about their business they're just you know putting one foot in front of the other and and that's kind of how this started for you is like you know oh well i think i have an idea and i think i could do this and it was like let me start this and and here we are now you won ten thousand dollars
1: yeah and that was and that was crazy and and you're 100 percent right when i started doing this and just doing it live like Mm -hmm. uh seeing what works because i also i don't have uh, a business background i don't even have uh, a, a super crazy culinary background, other than just the, the self taught experience. I've been cooking for like 19 years now. Uh, I did suck for about seven of it, so. Uh, <laughs> but I'm on a pretty good streak right now. But it, it is it, a lot of it is self taught. A lot of it is trial and error, and there's there's a lot of error, especially when trying to develop a business with with no experience.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's take it back a little bit. So sure. what is Harmacy hot sauce?
1: So Harmacy hot sauce Co. is is <laughs> is Harmacy a gourmet hot sauce manufacturing company mm-hmm. uh, and started it right here in Cookville and it is currently the strength of one crazy guy that's just just me uh, <laughs> but it is it is growing steadily and and with this with this prize money I, I imagine it's going to start growing a little faster now well too. and
0: and so where did this idea even come from what what happened Tell us the story uh, take us on the journey
1: so it really i've been uh, Food is a love language that I have been taught to speak very, very fluently. Uh, I grew up, uh, you know, eating my grandmother's food, and she she made breakfast, lunch, and dinner uh, most days. So I'm very fortunate to have that that memory.
0: And are you Hispanic? I, I
1: am. So I'm, so
0: a, a, an authentic cooking from grandma.
1: Absolutely. Abuela's yeah. cooking is it was always the best. <laughs> yes. And she she seriously she made some of the to this day the best white rice, the best black beans, the best uh pork shoulder, mojo crudo, all that kind of stuff some of my absolute favorite foods and some people might be like oh white rice no but her white rice was just <laughs> oh man, she seasoned it just right and it was just I'm a I'm a stickler for rice now and yeah. and, and and all her foods were just they really really were that good.
0: And so you you grew up just loving the the cultured food and, you know, you know, of his, uh, Hispanic cultured food. Right. Yes.
1: So that was yes, that's my original favorite. But what I really learned to love was how it felt to serve people good food just in general. Mm. And because she my, you know, my grandmother would have just that. She'd make you a plate of something and then sit there and watch you eat it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, do, you, do, you, do you have, you know, do you have to? Uh, yeah. But she but, wanted that reaction. Right, she right. wanted
0: to feel it with you.
1: Exactly. And um, so, yeah, there's no way that, that a little bit of that didn't rub off on me as well. Yeah. So fast forward, um, I was going to tech for electrical engineering and uh, there's a lot of math and it's in like an analytical prison that you're in doing homework all day long. And my my escape was cooking, and so I would uh, – anytime we had an opportunity to get together with the homies, uh, we would do all kinds of different fun food competitions and this and that with each other. One day we were doing a wing night, and one of the friends was a hot sauce collector, and he had a, just a whole bevy of, of different things. And sure, of course, uh, we were watching – we would watch Hot Ones and um, – we're like, well, let's do one ourselves. Yeah. So he brought out all the different sauces, and we made like a hundred wings, and and just everybody's having a good time. So before that, I liked hot sauce in general. You know, I liked uh, tapatillo and and uh, Tabasco, Sriracha. Like, yeah, I like hot sauce. Yeah. But that day, I had tried a, my first craft hot sauce, and I, I that totally opened my eyes to the vehicle for flavor that hot sauce could be. And I was a broke college student at the time. So when I went online to try and buy some of this, to see that it was $12 for a five ounce bottle plus shipping, I was like, I can't justify that. That's insane. Yeah. So I looked at all the ingredients and I said, I can, I can pronounce all of these. This is like <laughs> – th- I can do this. I've been cooking long enough at this point that I can, I can at least figure this out. And I didn't have any aspirations for a business at that point. It was just – I just wanted to eat something tasty and I was like, I can make it. Yeah. So uh, after a few, uh, a few iterations, I came up with, with what my version was and that eventually became my, my first hot sauce that I sell to this day called Cinco. And with what I had learned from making Cinco, I had uh, – uh, actually, this story uh, branches on into a calf killer Brewing as well. So I was hanging out there, and uh, a customer had come in and brought a large tote of peppers that he grew, just a to- complete uh, – huge variety rather, um, and handed them off to him – and to Don Sergio rather. Mm-hmm. And I made some passing comment. Uh, as to him liking spicy food, he was like, well, do you like spicy food too? And he's like, you wait right there. And he came back with a gallon-sized bag of uh, of a selection of peppers from the tote. And I was like, dude, this is so cool. Thank you so much. And I had just uh, finished kind of what, what Cinco was was supposed to be. So like, I learned enough. Let me Let me just kind of do something with this bag, and I'll just wing it and see what I come up with. So I chopped up the peppers, and there were like Thai chilies, habaneros, peter mm. peppers, all kinds of ridiculous things in there. And so I was like, I chopped them up, I uh, roasted them off, and then threw them in a pot with some apple cider vinegar, salt, garlic. I was like, let's just see where we are with this and see where it tastes. So I took a little sip of the vinegar, and oh, my goodness, I lit myself up like never before. I had tears streaming down my eyes. My ears were ringing. I could barely see. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> What am I possibly going to add to this to make it taste like anything other than pain? Yeah. So I ripped open in the pantry and like like I said, just uh, doo, just just kind of grabbing whatever um, through the but,
0: tears in your eyes,
1: right? And so that I grabbed r- roasted tomatoes, I grabbed roasted red peppers, I grabbed this that some uh, apricot jam, some different spices, and my hand landed on tahini, and I was like, ooh, that could really really work. Tahini is fatty; fat binds to capsaicin. And that'll help kind of tame that heat, and it goes with everything here. That, that could be really good.
0: Where did? How did you know that information?
1: Because uh, I am a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nerd, and I'm a foodie, and so okay. putting those two together, yeah. I, I like to. I like to have. I really like understanding how different ingredients combine together to create new uh new flavors new experiences and textures and stuff like that yeah so i guess in a in a sense I, i've always been toward building towards some kind of food fabrication yeah uh, i grew up watching you know food network all the old stuff uh, mario batali emerald Lagasse, all that good stuff i loved watching oh another one uh Good eats with Alton Brown, and so his his kind of like food sciencey so thing. So
0: some kids watch Saturday morning cartoons, <laughs> yeah. and you watch Saturday morning food shows. That's it. I, I did both.
1: <laughs> Definitely love me some Curd Cowardly Dog and all that good stuff. So too. you
0: grab the tahini.
1: Yeah, and so what that did. Not only did it do all of those uh, things of maintain managing the heat and, and giving it a nice a nice earthy flavor. What I was really really impressed by was the how it emulsified into the sauce and it gave it a really unique texture very creamy and 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 it enveloped all the like the seed and the skin and all that kind of stuff that was in that sauce so it was just it not only tasted totally different but felt totally different on the palate than anything i had ever had so i was like whoa this is this is something really special yeah and again still no business aspirations i was just like ah this is a great gift i can make it and share it with friends and stuff like that people would try and like. Dude, yeah. you need to start selling this. It's like, that's come on, that's you're so still complicated. In college. This is like 2020. Yeah. This is 2018, 2019.
0: Okay, and so you're still in school, and you're yeah. just like, I'm like, dude, yeah.
1: this is so complicated. Yeah. Like, making a sauce is one thing, but you gotta you gotta make get packaging for it. You gotta design this. You gotta get a website. Well, you gotta and advertise. You know,
0: when you're just handing it out to friends, you can put it in a mason jar. And exactly, you can pass it
1: around. mason jar, masking tape, handwritten, yeah. perfect, and it, and it looks. Good in its own way, yeah. And that's, but yeah, it's like that's and easy. you're like
0: the cool guy to give the best Christmas presents,
1: right? And and so that, that that's fun and easy, and I can wash my hands of it when I'm done and I'm, yeah. when I start to get busy. But uh, then then the pandemic hit, and well,
0: and one of the things about um, the sauce is that it's. It's unique. I'm not a hot person, so <laughs> I can't tell you much about personally. But it's not just like blasted heat. Right. And it's really important to you to have a, a good flavor that's um enhances like people who want hot, but not just like burn your mouth out and, and that's it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So well, when I say gourmet sauce, I really, I really mean that mm-hmm. because I want to have a really complex set of flavors and I want you to be able to taste every single one. And if the sauce is too hot, that's going to get in the way of that. So I want to have that appropriate heat that goes with those flavors. And I try to aim for just below the ceiling of like too hot. Mm-hmm. So, I want to bring in as much heat as I possibly can, you know a true a true hot sauce, but really, the star of the show is those flavors. I don't care how good or how hot something is if it doesn't taste good
0: well and and I'm sure that having the right mixture of things enhances the flavor of the food, so let's say people are putting on the wings. if the heat is so hot, you don't even taste the wings right. you just your just mouth is on fire and that's it
1: exactly and and, and too much heat has a very specific flavor to me anyway. I taste like this metallic kind of bitterness that that comes through when you use just way too much uh even habanero or super hots or whatever it is, and for me that ruins the entire experience. It just doesn't taste good, and i don't really want to to mix that in I want my food to taste good well you know? and i
0: I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that you do, it doesn't make you want to eat more of any any of the food that you're eating because you're right. just you know your mouth's on fire and you're looking for water or milk or whatever you're exactly to do i don't
1: i definitely don't want any of my sauces to ruin a plate because i'm also thinking of like you want to finish your plate yeah uh, and you're going to use uh, at least ideally you know a liberal amount of this hot sauce um too much can ruin it so like let's let's find ra- right level of heat so that you can eat it and be je- you know nice and warmed all the way through
0: we'll be right back Welcome back. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Homero Gonzalez from Harmacy Hot Sauce, the recent winner of the Start Here Pitch Competition. Um, I'm a little partial Biz Foundry put on a, a pitch competition, <laughs> and it was really exciting to have you there and win. And there was, um, you know, definitely some great companies that were there, and um, you were up against some some tech companies and and really scalable things. And I think that um, it, it's just a it's a simple concept to make this hot sauce and you have the skills, you have the knowledge to kind of scale this company and and grow as big as you want to make this grow. And so that's exciting.
1: It is. It's, it's a beautiful thing and um, I'm honored to have walked away with the prize. It it was really, really cool. Uh, It really validates a lot of the uh, extreme effort, the long hours, the just the, the craziness that goes into, to, running this company Start,
0: starting a business so yeah i mean you are fairly young so you were talking that in 2018 2019 you were still in school 2020 hits and then what happens
1: so uh engineering school is hard enough but when you get into the the lockdown procedures for uh from the pandemic and going to online classes and you're still paying full price for school and you're learning almost nothing you, you need for engineering you really need that at face-to-face time, you need to be able to ask questions, and and it, it just ruined that entire experience. And I found myself really disillusioned with my chosen path. I mean there were a lot of other things going wrong too, but I, it just kind of helped me wake up and decide like this, this isn't what I want to do. And so I, I made what remains uh, the scariest choice I've ever made. Which was to throw everything that I had been working for. How many,
0: what year were you in at that point?
1: I was, so I had been, I had been going to school for about 10 years. I have, I started going to school in 2011. I got my, so I got my associate's degree and it was time to get the full degree. So uh, the the best choice for that uh, for me was to uh, go to tech. My, my mom lived here in Cookville at the time and that was an easy way to to get started and have a foundation so that I could continue pushing towards success but all of that happened i like i said mm-hmm. found found myself not really <coughs> into this this path anymore so i decided to start over if i with the the shaking of the foundations of society uh, with the pandemic and it really showed me that kind of everything we know to be Rock solid is actually just made up of wishes and bubble gum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and I think sometimes too, just having that associate's degree under your belt, if something, if you were to need it for some reason, you know, it's not a bad it's, it's not yeah. wasted.
1: It's not wasted. For you sure. know,
0: and so um, so you decide to go all in in 2020 and and OK, we're going to do this as a business. Where did you get the support I mean, I do think this this is Cookville is the place for small businesses to Agreed. come alive. Um, I think there's so many resources. But where did you find the support to figure out all the you know, you talked about packaging and labels and branding. How did you find the support to kind of make it a legitimate business instead of masking tape and a mason jar?
1: <laughs> so I was very fortunate that I had a part time job at the electric department and that was a great way to get a paycheck while having the time to be able to develop some of these ideas and kind of throw some ideas together for uh, that's a simple enough label. So I'm not really a, a, a design guy. I can't draw for anything, mm-hmm. but I have a general idea of what looks good and what doesn't. So I kind of put that together into a very simple label and found some jars and was like, let's let's see how well this works and but the the flexibility afforded to me by by having that part time job and knowing that I was no longer going to focus on school, so I just devoted my spare time uh to that instead and came up with a decent enough push to start doing um uh, in person vendor events uh in August of twenty twenty one and from there, I saw. Uh, pretty good pretty good support for for the sauce
0: well, and so often as a business owner, you can kind of go two routes where one you're the face you're the person you're the you're the business, mm-hmm. or you can kind of be the background and you can just push out the product and you've chosen to to be the face as much as you know like we talked about at the the beginning, you have white glasses that are square and and they're very um you know, definitive of who Homero is. And so um, why did you choose to kind of do these vendor, start that way of doing these vendor events and making connections with customers? And why was that important in the business?
1: So really it was because I have almost, had almost zero starting capital. In fact, I had to rack up a bunch of credit card debt in order to get the business started. And it was a risk, but I was betting on myself. So I needed to use every resource that I had available. And part of that is just
0: free labor, from <laughs> free labor,
1: free labor from me. Yeah. Uh, so getting to to be able to meet and and uh, share my sauce face to face with people. It is a slow route of growth, but it is you're going to create really strong, uh, a really strong customer base because you get to share your excitement for your product with people now. And they're excited too. And you get lifelong fans out of that. Well, and and, fantastic. And the
0: thing with um, a product like you're selling, it's something that return customers are super important. Absolutely. And so making those connections with the customers, you know, there are some products that it's a one and done kind of thing. And it's like, okay, you know, you want to offer decent customer service, but it's not, you don't bank on returning customers. Mm-hmm. And for a, a food product like this, you're banking on return customers.
1: Absolutely. And not only that, but hot sauce has become such a a popular thing in, in, in culture right now. It's really important to be able to have yours stand out. And mine does stand out in flavor, but to really drive that point home, I, I I have like a whole presentation when you come up to the table and I take you through every single flavor, all of the tasting notes and all that kind of stuff. And it's a very interactive experience that's that's memorable. Mm -hmm. So, uh, being able to share that in person, that's, and it's also a lot of fun. Do you have
0: a costume yet that you, I mean, aside from the glasses, (laughs) is there like, you know, a chef's hat or anything? Well, I've got,
1: I've got my nice loud shirts and my glasses and all that. So I, I dress... Uh, sharp, but spicy. You know, I, I do bring a lot of color. And part of what it, the, that's part of the branding is because it's a black and white, mostly with just spots of color. Mm-hmm. And I want the vibrancy to come from A, the sauce in the jar itself and B, from from me. So yeah. you got a very clean looking background and a very uh, loud uh, spokesperson, Primera. as it were. That's me right
0: there. <laughs> um, how much do you think that your culture, your Hispanic heritage has influenced the sauces themselves and the company in general. I
1: would say definitely significantly, um, because like I mentioned before, that love of sharing food—that's that's definitely what I'm tapping into when I do my presentation. Because I like, I really want to share this with you. I don't want you want you to taste it. I want to share it with you. It's it's a little deeper than that, and yeah, that that love of good flavor. So. Uh, my grandmother did not like spicy food at all, but again, good flavors what is what I got from that. So even in the spicy realm, I want to make sure that the food has that richness that I'm used to uh, from my childhood. Is
0: that kind of part of the Hispanic culture of like family and sharing and being, you know, um, breaking bread together? Absolutely. Means something.
1: Yes. It like the, it's, it is hard to come away from a hangout at a Hispanic household and not have been fed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you come, come away hungry and something went wrong. Oh, something yeah, was not done right, absolutely, correctly Absolutely,
1: Absolutely.
0: We'll be right back. Thanks for sticking with us. I am Tiffany Anton from The Biz Foundry, and I have Hamero Gonzalez from Harmacy Hot Sauce in today. We have talked about running a business and all the things, but I want to talk about the sauce so how many how many different sauces do you have now
1: so i have five core flavors and two super hot uh, super hot versions of those flavors uh, so a total of seven SKUs right now. I do want to build out into six core flavors and, and super hot versions, so twelve total of 12. Okay. And then do some...
0: So tell me through, take me through, through those five right now.
1: Sure. The, the five that I've got right now. So let's start from the bottom. Totex Tears is an Aztec-inspired sauce that has lots of dried chilies like guajillo, ancho, and pasilla, and some fresh plums. Makes a great base for a barbecue chicken pizza, good for fried eggs and hash browns, or I love to have it with sour cream uh, on a baked potato as well. Ooh. Nice, it's a nice mild sauce. It if won't anybody, burn anybody else is getting up. <laughs> hungry, I, I agree. I'm hungry.
0: Uh,
1: nice mild sauce; it won't burn anybody up, and it serves as a great primer to to the rest of my lineup. Kay. And then next, I have Chi Chi, which is a kimchi hot sauce. Got a nice garlic and ginger zestiness and a pleasant fermented funk. It is fantastic, like to a have.
0: teriyaki kind of. Not Feels quite a teriyaki,
1: okay. no. So it's a little more uh, on the on the sour end. Okay. It's got a gentle balancing kind of sweetness there, uh, but yeah, it's got a, a really nice funkiness that goes super good on like a hot dog. It's nice for cold cut sandwiches, like an Italian sub with that on and it is nuts. Uh, also, great for Asian style wings or smoked salmon and cream cheese on a bagel. It makes a cool. quick breakfast, delicious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then Cinco, that first sauce that I had come up with, is Latin inspired, has roasted onions and tomatillos, as well as clementines and cilantro. So, bright, fresh, and juicy. And that's a great one for mixing into some white chicken chili. You can have it on nachos and tacos. And it's great to make a zesty sauce out of by mixing it with uh, sour cream and mayonnaise, too. Mm. And then my personal favorite and my most decorated sauce that took three first place awards in 2022 mm. is Brimstone Rimjob, which is a Middle Eastern Mediterranean sauce. has roasted red peppers, fire-roasted tomatoes, and tahini, so it's earthy and smoky. mixes perfectly into different marinades. You can toss wings in it as is, great for pizza, or actually makes the best pimento cheese I've ever had. Mm. And okay. then the newest flavor in my lineup is called Buffalo Soldier, which is a grilled pineapple Jamaican jerk sauce. And that one is going to open up with a bright, fresh pineapple. Goes into baking spices. It's a really good grilling sauce. I love to make jerk wraps out of it, um, or you can have it with just like pulled pork. Anything. Have you
0: have you thought about making a cookbook? Because I think all the pairings and all the you know suggestions of how to use the sauce. I I feel like you I can see a cookbook coming. <laughs> oh,
1: there's definitely a cookbook
0: in the future. Yeah,
1: uh, that that's part of the five year plan for sure. Because uh, I I do I, I do want to have. Um, probably like a little, a quick little pamphlet cookbook, but I also want to yeah. have like a nice, like a bound one, but yeah. those take a long time to make. Well, That's and a lot you know, like
0: your face on the the cover of it and all that kind of stuff. I, I can just, I can picture it. So it would be fun. So you kind of have already touched on, like you want to do, um, another sauce in your base lineup mm-hmm. and another hot version of that or super yep. Yep. spicy. Um, and then, um, a a cookbook. What else do you think? I mean, right now, and you've been going for three years at this mm-hmm. um of just you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. You
0: know, I mean, do you plan on expanding to have employees?
1: Absolutely. Uh I, as quick as I can, that would be fantastic because this is th- I just finished my first full-time year doing this and again, yeah, just just under my own power and it is brutal. Yeah, it is a, really really tough.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure you know, going Again, when you're the face and you're the customer service and you're, you're suggesting the pairings and all that kind of stuff, um, it's hard to, this is your baby you, yeah, Absolutely, and it's hard to let that go sometimes of, of how, what, what component do you trust with somebody else? Cause you're literally the marketing and the cook and the, all the things. Every um, little bit. Yeah. You, you, d- you had a slide, um, presentation uh, from your pitch deck <laughs> and it was like, meet the team. And it was three pictures of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so where, where do you see the first hire? What, what would you, In a dream world, you get, you know, $100,000. Right. What would your first hire be?
1: Uh, I I suppose the first hire would be a uh, a capable prep cook, someone who understands the, the, the processes behind why I do things a certain way so that as i start to hire more people to do specific jobs that person would be in a good position to oversee all of those positions so i guess hiring somebody as help that could then be a manager in a dream world yeah. that's who i would want to hire first
0: how do you where where are you making this at the moment
1: so i rented a uh, a facility rather i just rented an empty uh, commercial space uh, off of off of spring street
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i just cleaned it up and and Built a kitchen in it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, and that's I think some sometimes people don't understand when you are doing a food, there's so many so much red tape that you have to worry about um, when it comes to some sort of food product. Um, How did you learn all that?
1: Let's go back to me being a nerd and just (laughs) there's a world of information available on the Internet. So, yeah, you just Google it. You find all the official sources for the things that you need to look uh, look for, look out for. And then you read it and it's dry and it's awful and it's exactly what you need to do in order to understand where your um, where your pitfalls are.
0: Were you, were you able to connect with other entrepreneurs or entrepreneur communities where it was like, okay, can you help me decipher what some of this stuff means or um, lawyers in town that you were maybe checking with on things?
1: I'm actually really happy to report that I've had a couple of different um, sauce makers, uh, like a barbecue sauce maker who I met at a previous event, and he just kind of, he's been super helpful in gentle nudges in the right direction,
0: yeah.
1: uh, which has been really, really nice. And yeah, like, it's its cool to have, uh, to be a part of a community that, where where the makers help each other out. And it makes me want to, you know, help out other makers as they come up too. So we'll like swap lineups and and share ideas and information and stuff like that. Sure, nothing proprietary, but like, uh, little stuff here and there. I think
0: having those mentors in entrepreneurship is what kind of keeps us progressing forward. Without those, we would all kind of be lost along the way.
1: I agree. And there's there's a, there's enough pie for everybody
0: to get a slice. For sure. In case you're just joining us, we have Homero Gonzalez from Harmacy Hot Sauce Inn. Um So expanding... Um, to, to employees and expanding your product line, do you where do you currently s- distribute your hot sauces right now?
1: Right now here in town, you can find it at the Walnut Street Market, the uh, Westside Grocery that just recently opened up, and the Visit Cookville store as well. Um, further out, I think Farms, Farm South in Knoxville has it as well as the Produce Place in Nashville And there's a couple of other accounts that I'm working on right now. But for the most part, that's where you can find it.
0: So right now they're kind of smaller mom and pop Mm -hmm. shops. Um, Do you plan on expanding into like You know, do you hope is your hope and dream one day that you're in Kroger and you know your your hot sauce is on the shelf in Kroger? Do you want to stick with the hot the mom and pop shops? What's
1: I'm I'm aiming for Whole Foods. I think I've got a a product that's got the quality uh, to to make it that far. I want to be a national hot sauce brand, but more than that, I think I want to expand beyond hot sauce into uh, condiments, barbecue sauces, rubs. As well as retort packaged foods and, and just kind of a whole food manufacturing.
0: Is uh, any of those are any of those in the works at the moment, or you really just stuck with the hot sauce right now?
1: Hot sauce is my foot in the door to the world of food manufacturing, yeah. but th- yeah, that's all pie in the sky right now.
0: Would you keep Harmacy as the umbrella of everything as the name?
1: Uh, no, there was, there's going to be some like Harmacy Food Group will be yeah. its own. That will be the the umbrella that covers Harmacy Hot Sauce and all the other. Brands that I hope to come out with in the future.
0: Yeah, well, you talked about branding a little bit. Where did the name Harmacy come from?
1: So that's a that's a funny a, a funny story and how simple it is. I was driving down the road and uh, the the CVS on on Jackson right there had the P flashing in and out, uh-huh. and it said you know just said Harmacy. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> like a pharmacy that hurts. <laughs> oh, oh, that's perfect for hot sauce. Oh. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the rest is history.
0: <laughs> and you just went with it.
1: It just went with it. Inspiration can strike anywhere.
0: Yes. Yeah, so thanks to the CVS. On, right. On the,
1: Shout out to CVS on Jackson. That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> so um, locally here again, you just restocked at Walnut Street Market, so everybody can pick up their hot sauce for the holiday this this coming weekend. Yeah. Um, and uh, Meg's. It's not Meg's Bread. It's Westside Grocery, but it's right. <laughs> it's affiliated with Meg's Bread. I'm, I might think of it as next bread right. all the time um and um where else here in town the
1: the visit cookable store uh next to cream city
0: and you do vendor events so um we're gonna shout so out much. to probably be at made here market in um a april here locally and yep. probably some other events that, that people can find you at where can people follow you if they want to follow you on social media or your website can they order do you distribute do you ship all those good things so
1: definitely uh i've got uh Wholesale information, and you can definitely order online on my website, com. My Instagram, Facebook, TikTok handles are all Harmacy Hot Sauce.
0: <gasps> TikTok, oh, gotta, yeah. I got to look that up. <laughs>
1: gotta, I, it's, man, creating content on top of everything else is so hard. But I am trying, I'm learning yeah. and trying to make it part of the of the usual push. But yes, and even coming up with uh, ideally YouTube videos pretty soon too. It
0: is, I mean, that's the thing is that you don't realize when starting a business, it's like, hey, I make, and you know, and your friends, I'm sure, oh yeah, this is great hot sauce, you should, you should market this, you could, it's like, well... There's so many other aspects than just making hot sauce.
1: Yeah, it's a lot to do it right.
0: To, to, how, to figure out how to actually get your name out there and, and show why it's different and, and get people to believe in the product, that I'm sure has been a huge learning curve for you.
1: Absolutely. I, I have learned so much this year, especially, like I said, it being the first full time year. No two days this year have been the same at yeah. all. Um, but, and no no single task is difficult. But the unison of all of the different things that you need to do, that is super complicated and to to – be able to switch gears like that, wearing all those different hats, that is hard.
0: Do you enjoy that part of things of wearing the different, you know, I love not having two days alike, but some (laughs) people are like, I want a system in place. And have you loved that? Or have you learned
1: to love it? Uh, it, um, So I've got a a problem solving brain, which is what led me into engineering in the first place. So being able to solve unique problems all the time, definitely scratches, uh, scratches an itch, but it is also super taxing. You got days when you're just Plain, all exhausted.
0: It is. It can be really hard. So, um, again, the website is Harmacy Hot Dot com. Dot com. Um, and people can order directly and you ship out.
1: Absolutely. Anywhere and, anywhere you need it to go.
0: There you go. So this sounds like a great, you know, again, where it's Shop Small Saturday is coming up. Um, if you're looking for a unique gift for loved ones, I would highly recommend heading over. I think that that's what's really cool is um, having locally made items that are it's like, hey, this is made here in Cookville. This is made in my town and, and shipping it off to maybe people who aren't here. Um, it's such a cute. Cool, unique uh, gift idea. Absolutely. Um, Anywhere else that people can follow you, find you. Harmacy Hot Sauce. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Any um, shows coming up in the next, you know, vendor shows that are coming up in the next month?
1: I'm going to be at uh, Dickens of a Christmas this year, which I'm very excited about. So that's going to be December 9th and 10th in Franklin uh, uh, in the middle of town there. And the, what is I think it's Mistletoe Merchants 2 in Lebanon. And that's the weekend before Those are the next people can
0: probably find on your social media where to find you in person. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Congratulations on your uh, win last week. And I can't wait to see, you know, what what you do with this. I'm I'm excited to be part of your journey.
1: I can't wait to see, (laughs) too. Thanks again.